I'm initiating a new direction for this podcast. Now, What Fits the Sleeve revolves around the Gen Z. But I feel like the Gen Z have talked about their opinions a lot. Now is the time to hear perspectives from different people who view the Gen Z. And what better people are there than the people who are involved in our lives every day, who are involved in the way that we pave our future forward. And those people are our teachers and our professors and people who mentor us. Which is why I have Mr. James Paikawe, who is a professor at Zaid University and has hosted 77 different events for the chapter of Creative Mornings and has also hosted different episodes amongst different podcasts called The James Cast. So let's welcome him. Welcome to What Fits the Sleeve, Mr. James. How are you doing today? I'm doing really well, thank you. Today we'll be talking about Gen Z students. What led you and inspired you to teach? I am an accidental teacher. Oh. <laughs> and uh, my whole motivation for teaching, and so how I got into going through all of my studies and yeah. becoming a professor and getting a PhD, was all simply fueled by this desire to get a PhD. Oh. With no goal to be a teacher after. You also have a very famous uh, podcast called The James Cast. Yes. Uh, so is that related to your whole communications thing? Was it a hobby or? So it started when I was working at Dubai Eye as a mm -hmm. freelancer and I had a program for 12 years called Nightline. My program kind of fell to the wayside. It oh. didn't fit. So instead of just stopping, the core guests that I had, we decided to start podcasting and we picked up where we left off. I've watched your podcast, they're really Thank interesting. You. <laughs> <laughs> I, I personally enjoyed them. If you are an accidental professor, what is the student influence in your life then, like as a teacher? I think my views on what I think about students has changed a lot over time. Today's current student is an interesting person. Technology has played an enormous role Mm -hmm. in the lives of Gen Z's. Do you think the way that students and our generation communicates is good or positive or would you seek a change in that way? I think the fact that we're hyper-communicated and students are hyper-communicated is a great thing. Yeah. The, but there needs to be a, a point where they stop as well. Absolutely. And I think that's, that's the first problem that I think Gen Z's don't realize is you have to turn off mm -hmm. and you have to have that time. So sleeping with the phone beside your bed or under your pillow or taking yeah. messages. That there needs to be an on and an off switch, and I think there that be a limit, I think say. there needs to be a limit. You need to have a little downtime. Mm -hmm. the The fact that everyone's connected, I think, changes the way information's shared. What do you think is your favorite thing about the new Gen Z student? Quick uptake, so, <laughs> yeah. literally. So here's an example. I'll go into a class and I say, okay, we're going to do a project today, and it's due at the end of class, and we're going to make a 30 second video, and we're going to show them through the class. They all do it. I find it's wonderful that the students are fast to learn stuff, but they need to slow down and and sort of widen out the experience a little bit. So it's yeah. not just all electronic. It's also reading a book, reading a magazine. I mean, I'm surprised when I talk to my students. I'll say, how many of you are looking at newspapers or going to news sites? They're not. I say, yeah. how many of you are reading magazines? And I say, like, you know, Cosmopolitan. Are you looking at that? Are you looking at the food magazines? And they'll go, no. What would you say are some negative experiences you've had? What time. frustrates you? Time. The they're never early. Fast and then they're, we're not yeah, they're never early. Late is okay. It's like, oh, I got here. It's like, be early. Get, so, so how do I conquer that in my classes? I start the class five minutes early. You, come, you don't come early, you've missed part of the class. Part of my, my pet peeves with Gen Z, the second, the second pet peeve, <laughs> is that 
I find a lot of Gen Zs are reward based for activity. So if there's, what am I going to get for doing this thing? So that, and I find that there's a, what, you know, what's in it for me? What, what do I get from doing this? Exactly. Which is, and I feel like um, Gen Z also has a very short attention span. Yes. So what happens is, um, if there's nothing in it for us, we're like. Do I really need to sit down and actually put my effort into this? But exactly. <laughs> it's not like that. Yeah. But I feel like that's also a common problem. I absolutely oh, understand. Yeah. And it, that's frustrating because it sometimes, and, and, and I think because of technology, because of living in this world of entertainment, yeah. that there's an expectation that classes or things you're doing are all going to be like the entertainment. And I think that's a problem. It because now it also means that me as an educator I need to also know that that's part of what's going on so I can change the way I do things what would you say is some advice you can give out to teachers and um, students out there on how you would tackle these problems educators have a role to keep themselves a little bit more timely and, and think about how they're delivering content Discipline. and yeah and I think students also need to be students need to remember and I say this to all my students I'm gonna come in I'm gonna give you hundred percent every class yeah. but it's not just me you've got to do your part and if you're not engaging if you're not doing your part don't blame me so my role mm -hmm. I see it as, as really a, a content curator in the classroom so that students are seeing content that can help them to make better decisions and help Absolutely. them and, and I, when I say better help them make a decision mm -hmm. on the road they want to go but I also yeah. think look it, there's a lot of pressure to make and we get it from our schools we get it from our parents and you might start studying something and then realize three years in you know I, I, this isn't really what I want to do piece of what I see from Gen Z's but I've, I've committed I put all this time in yeah. I can't stop no you can and all that you've learned and all that you've been doing, you're carrying it with you to the next thing. The problem is you don't know where you're going to be 10 years from now. Exactly. And all of those things that seem meaningless and useless, I don't think everyone needs to be at university. I, I don't, doesn't mean that people don't need to get more education mm -hmm. past high school, but I think there are a lot of careers that don't require going to university. What do you love? What are you going to do exceptionally every day and what's going to make you go, oh, I love what I do? Yeah. And if you're not doing that, well, find it. And I, I just think our, our whole system is really pushing only in one direction. I mean, I absolutely agree with you where we're like, you know, you should do it on your own and do this. But I feel like we struggle to do things on our own. Find those mentors. Exactly. Find those people to talk to. Take the advice, smile, say thank you. And if you don't want to use it, don't. Thank you so much, Mr. James, for coming on this podcast. It has been an amazing experience talking to someone who, you know, has a very different perspective on Gen Z. I mean, I've heard enough of them speaking, but um, it was a really big pleasure um, talking to you. And I feel like um, today is definitely not the end. Um, of another chapter it's the beginning of something new and the beginning to many more countless episodes so let's cheers the last time once again to what fits the sleep and we're live from michael thank you very much